Welcome back to Hanging On Cliffs. I'm your host, Cliff, and today we're going to be diving into the topic that many of us find challenging, and that's loaning money to family and friends. Is it a financial favor or a potential friendship hazard? Is it a green light or a red light? Should we be doing this? My personal view on this and what it looks like when it comes to your relationships and loaning money. So without further ado, we're going to hop right into the content. So let's talk about the emotional terrain that comes with lending money to family and friends. We begin by diving into the emotional complexities that arise when you loan money to friends and when it enters that realm of a personal relationship. From strained friendships to family dynamics, lending money can often muddy the waters. It makes things really blurry and it doesn't really contribute to the positivity of a relationship because in most cases, when people get money from you and they trust that you are that person that's going to loan them money, they keep coming back or they never repay your money because they take your kindness for weakness and they think that you'll always be reliable or reliable there to come to their financial needs whenever they need it. Uh, a quick phrase that I hear a lot is, let me borrow this until this or let me get $20 until tomorrow. Well, you might have to wait until tomorrow because last time I checked, I'm not a Navy Federal Credit Union. I am not a loan or a bank department. I cannot help with your need for $20 until tomorrow. And I can understand the certain circumstances where it's necessary, but if they are just taking advantage of your kindness and making it seem as if you're always going to be all reliable in the relationship, then it's time for you to cut that tie, cut that loose, and don't let that be the determining factor of your relationship. If the only time you hear from this person is because they want money, then that's a pretty clear sign that it's a red flag and they're using you for that reliability factor. They know that they'll always have somebody to come to, always have somebody to rely on when it comes to money. So if you're in a case like that where somebody's taking advantage of your kindness of loaning them money, I say stop loaning them money. I stopped loaning people money years ago because it was so many complexities that came up when it came with that because people will see you and they only see you as a, a bank or a dollar sign and it blurs the lines of the friendship and it ultimately makes you kind of resent each other. So in all in all, to avoid that, just don't lend any money. In this segment, we'll talk about the importance of setting clear boundaries when it comes to finances and relationships. So money can be a touchy subject. We all know it can. And establishing ground rules helps avoid misunderstandings. And it's important to establish any type of rules when you're loaning people any type of asset, whether it's your money, whether it's your car, whether it's your place for the weekend, whatever it is. When you are in an agreement with someone, you have to set these boundaries because people will take an inch and go a mile with it if you do not say what your expectations is for them up front. If you're going to lend somebody money, I recommend that you make them sign a promissory note. A promissory note is going to tie them to that deed to pay the money back. Because if you try to take this person to court or you try to go to any type of legal action on this person, then the lawyer or the judge or whoever is involved is going to want to see some type of documentation saying that, okay, this person said that they were going to pay this back. It's not my word against theirs, especially if it's a large sum of money. If somebody's asking you for over $100, then you definitely need to make them sign a promissory note saying that they're going to pay that back. And I don't know how many people are apt to going to take legal action on 
people that aren't in their family or their friends, but sometimes it takes that, especially if this person is a habitual liar or somebody who is, does not pay money back. Sometimes you have to take corrective measures to get your money back because people literally will play in your face and not care about what you have going on with the funds that you need in that moment. Because at, one thing that I came across, and I think it was in the book of how to win friends and influence people, is that people ultimately don't care about anybody but themselves. As human beings, everybody is out for themselves. And someone will care more about the toothache that they have in this moment than two, 200 people that just got massacred in, in China. That's how important our we are to ourselves. So it's important to hold people accountable, make them sign those promissory notes, and also just set clear boundaries saying, this is the date where I'm going to need this money back. You have X, Y, and Z amount of days to get this money back to me. If not, then this is what's going to happen. So if you are a person that just has to lend money, I say set boundaries, let people know what you're going to lend, how much you're going to lend, and when you need it back. A phrase that y'all are going to hear me say throughout this episode is that I'm not a bank or I'm not a bank department or I'm not alone because it's so true when it comes to this topic. And this third segment, I want to say that we can offer alternative support systems to individuals who come to us asking for money. As y'all know, we're not a bank, so we can't help build somebody's credit score when they ask us to help them with any type of loan situation. Therefore, it's important to help people explore alternatives to direct financial aid. We can look at ways to help provide them with support without jeopardizing our relationships. We can refer them to loan agencies. We can refer them to different banks, different credit unions that specialize in loans, whether it's offering advice on budgets, helping find resources for loans, or connecting them with financial professionals. There are ways that we can help assist without becoming their personal lender. We can refer them to somebody because nine times out of 10, we're, we're living off of our money that we're making at work, that we're making from the businesses that we run. And we really don't have the funds to support somebody in a loan situation. Therefore, if you still tell this person, okay, you're my brother, you're my sister, you're my significant other, you're my mom, whoever it is that's asking for money, or you're my best friend, that I know that you we have this relationship. However, Navy Federal has this program for first-time people that are getting loans or career starter loans or whatever it may be that might help you get to where you need to get and it helps you build your credit score in the process. Me as an individual, I cannot help you build your credit score. I cannot help you um, get to that financial freedom that you need to get to like a loan company or a bank can. So that's something to keep in mind if you want to keep your friendships intact. And if you don't want to just hit them with a strong no, you can definitely hit them with some referrals. I know people today who said no to people that asked for money and they were shunned from different family situations or somebody that is looked at or called bougie because they don't want to lend people money because they see that the detriment that loaning money to people can have. But one thing about it, if you even have the money or if you don't have the money, whatever your situation may be, you are not entitled to loan anyone anything. Keep that in mind. Regardless of what your bank account says, regardless of how much money you have stored up, you are not obligated to supply anybody's financial needs. So don't let anybody make you feel bad about not loaning them any money. And if they don't want to 
engage with you anymore, they want to shun you from the family or they want to cut you off, then that's your clear indication that they're not meant to be a part of your life if they're cutting you off just because you're not wanting to loan them any money. Because one thing about it, a relationship is much more than just money. And money should not be something that's going to break up y'all friendship. Because one thing about it, if it was real, if they was really in your corner, if they was really fooling with you how they say they were, then one instance of you not having to succumb to their need for money should not change the friendship in any type of way. Practical tips for saying no. In our final segment, we'll offer practical tips on gracefully declining loan requests. Learning to say no can be challenging, but essential for maintaining healthy relationships. You have to learn how to say no. and You have to learn how to turn down these requests when it comes to money. Because for one, you have to look at the trajectory of your relationship with this person. You have to say, will I let money stand in between the productivity of this relationship? Will I let it put us on a decline? Is, do I have the funds to even support this person? Because a lot of times we put ourselves in a hole while trying to satisfy somebody else's financial needs. So you have to be real with yourself and say, I don't have it. I strictly do not have this money to loan. I might have it in my account, but in the long run, when bills roll around, I might be looking like boo-boo the fool because I can't pay my light bill because I gave you that $120 last week and you never gave it back to me on payday like you said you were. So you have to be real with yourself. You have to learn how to say no and take account of all the things that you have going on in your life that may prevent you from, you know, succumbing to this long request from this person. And as we wrap up today's episode of Hanging On Close, remember that maintaining financial boundaries within relationships is not about selfishness. You're not being selfish at all, but it's about preserving the integrity of those connections. You want to save these relationships. So join us next time as we continue the exploration of finding ourselves, elevating, getting growth going on in our lives. And until then, stay financially savvy and relationally resilient. Thank y'all for coming and hanging on clips where real issues meet real conversation. Please subscribe and share it with others. Your support means the world to me. Until next time, make mindful choices and keep your finances in harmony with your relationships. Peace.